0: into school it was just as I thought the kids were cracking up laughing at the clothes mom bought and those who weren't laughing still had a ball because they were pointing and whispering as I walked down the hall I got home and told mom how my day went she said if they were laughing you don't need them because they're not good friends for the next six hours I tried to explain to my mom that I was going to have to go through this about 200 more times so to you, all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Preach it. Continue Podcast! <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, 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 continue wait, wait, podcast! Wait, wait, wait. Welcome back, everybody, to episode thirty-three of the Continue Podcast, a podcast that sounds disrespectful, but it comes from a place of love. Yeah. Uh, my name is Anthony John Agnello, and with me is Susan Arndt. I have to wear shoes now. No. <laughs> Just get crocs. Just Thursday. Oh, I still have birthday. some pride, thank you
1: very much. First day Crocs.
2: Is it actually a law that you have to wear shoes, or is that just something that they made it up? Actually they no. ex- okay. yeah. It actually right is. No. Okay.
1: It actually is. Yeah.
2: Like, you're not, it
0: is a law, you're not allowed to drive barefoot. Is that, that a thing? It really? is. Yep. I, it's actually pretty, like, that makes sense, you, Like, because when you do drive barefoot, it, sucks. it feels weird. It sucks. It's, it sucks. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck Fred Flintstone is taking when he gets up in the morning. Like, whatever human growth hormone that he milked out of a mastodon that is... He learned from Luke Skywalker. (laughs) I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, We also have Dave Roberts.
2: Uh, I took a day off on Wednesday uh, to spend it downtown at Adam West Day. Okay, that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Was Was there, like, a parade? No, not like they had a like a ribbon cutting ceremony for the the event. They had a guy dressed up, a guy who's been doing this for thirty years, dressed up as the old '60s Batman with the Batman Nice, awesome. Um, and they they had stuff throughout the day. It's a little less organized than I think that it should be, just because it's on a weekday. And I think they realized this, so for next year they're mm. going to put it on a weekend because it's they they said it on his birthday.
1: Oh, his birthday right. fell on a Wednesday, and that's a lovely thought. But yes,
2: but yeah, they have yeah. to postpone all the kids' activities to three o'clock yeah. because that's when they get out of school, uh, etc. But uh, we went to this little museum where they had a room set up with a bunch of Adam West's uh, like memorabilia, like his acting chair and magazines from like the '60s with him on it, and they actually had like the bust. And you flip, it oh, and awesome. Awesome. You flip the switch and the wall moves. It was so cool. Like, oh, that's man. great. Yeah, my if son there, got a for, kick out of it.
0: For the kids, do they have like a vertical, do they have like a rock wall oh.
2: that is painted <laughs> like an office building? No, I think la- like last year, uh, we didn't go to that because uh, by the time it was time for that, like we were all just tired because it was hot out and sure, sure. was running out of steam. So we went home. But yeah, like uh, I guess last year they had a thing set up where you would take a picture, and nice. it was set up where like you would look like you were climbing up up the side of a wall. That rules! Uh, but yeah. That's so cute. But yeah, I love that's super that. cute. But um, yeah, yeah, he's a he. Like I think he graduated high school and college here, so he spent like a good oh. portion of his formative years in Walla Walla. So, hmm. so right. they decided to claim him shortly after he died. I guess.
0: I mean, that is a town that sounds like it would burr the Adam West. Yes. Like, a town called Walla Walla (laughs) is going to create a person that, Uh, like, can convincingly say the word chum.
2: Apparently, Kurt Russell played for the local farm team here back in the 70s. No way. Yeah, like, they they moved, uh, he, he, they were in a town in Oregon and then the, the, I think it was like Pendleton, some, some town in Oregon, uh, there was a farm league and the farm league moved to Walla Walla for a year. So Kurt Russell played baseball in Walla Walla. That's, I mean,
0: if they, if, like, that would be like my field of dreams. If somebody said <laughs> we built a baseball field and Kurt for Russell Snake played Pliskin. baseball here. For Snake Plissken. <laughs> I'll show up. I'll show Uh, have you guys ever watched the commentary track for the movie, The Thing? that no, no. Uh, oh no that's amazing I blu-ray I need to watch it it's the greatest commentary track in all of history because it's just John Carpenter and Kurt Russell getting tanked on beers nice. yes. <laughs> yes and just be like like they're like yeah man we were out on that ice and like it sucked like we couldn't get to the state store to get brews and is your kid still playing little league
2: yeah man he's varsity <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> Like, <laughs> just a catch up session for two hours it,
0: it's like, like they talk like occasionally
2: we'll talk about the film but it's kind of like curve- the doctor gets just, his arms like bitten off by that alien <laughs> stomach and they're just talking about like how their kids are doing in college they're like yeah man that time we got you know we went out with a, a couple's
0: date and had dinner at that nice pavilion just mean- off. meanwhile the head is walking just, away yeah,
1: just <laughs> here's about this for a second, though, because I feel like this doesn't get as much of its due as it should. They're like, you see them freezing, and there's all this snow and ice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where they were. They that's were where they out. were. That's yeah. The, that's they're genuinely they out in this horrible, horrible environment. Oh, yeah. but
0: the Revenant
1: was a really hard shoot. Yeah,
0: in a in so a set that's a set that's ostensibly made of cardboard, right? Like. That scene, that scene where um, they, you know, they set like after they do the blood test, yeah, yeah, and they set the dude on fire, and he just bursts out of the wall. Like that's where they were, uh-huh. and the human being can just
1: run through that. Yeah, uh, like I don't care how nice your trailer is. No, it I don't matter. care. No, it is it is entirely too chilly. I and, just uh, I... and and they didn't fucking whine about it.
0: <laughs> Uh, this, this, everybody, as you remember, the, the commentary track that we're describing is essentially the, the John Carpenter and Kurt Russell version of this podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I was uh, thinking that, but I wasn't going to say it because that's so arrogant. Uh, what we were talking about, the backers, our, our, our lovely, lovely Patreon backers will have heard the beginning of this conversation. Uh, before we get into our three topics of today... One of which I know uh, all of us are very passionate about. Goddamn the hair! The uh, we'll hair. get to it. We'll get to the hair. But but there are a couple of current events that we wanted to very quickly address here at the top. Backers heard the beginning of this conversation. We're all much like a lot of you are
2: a little pissy about the Nintendo <laughs> online service. <laughs> I love having a thing for free, and then having it taken away and being told I need to pay for it now for
0: no for no real let's, added value. Let's recap the the details. Yeah,
2: yeah. Of the online yeah. service. Yeah,
0: the online Nintendo Online finally launched. This is a thing that Satoru Iwata was still alive and talking about what this service would be on. What was you know still called the Nintendo NX? They announced a partnership with a mobile game carrier infrastructure maker and Puzzles & Dragons developer DNA all the way back in the long, long ago of 2015, and it was, you know, when the Nintendo NX comes out, it will have paid online. Fast forward a year, and this console has been delayed uh, almost a year, and we're told uh, it is now called the Nintendo Switch, the online service will be a thing. You will pay for it. It will come with games like PlayStation Plus does, uh, and it will be available shortly after launch in 2017. I don't Tee-hee. know if you guys, <laughs> you guys know this, but it's like 2018's a winding down game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for the uh, almost... Uh, you know, the 18 months that the Nintendo Switch has been on the market, online play... Has been absolutely free. You want to play Arms? You want to play Splatoon? You want to play Street Fighter? All of it is gratis, and f- on this for
2: machine. good reason. Because mm-hmm. basic functionality like messaging your friends, inviting friends to a lobby—that's <laughs> mm-hmm. not there. Uh, like, it's not you, there. You could go through a phone app, mm-hmm. if you want to. Sure. I don't. Sure.
0: Uh and so now in order to access this pretty shitty online service that is all but unchanged you now have to plunk down $20 a year or 3.99 a month. Uh I here you you, what, you you there's a bonus. Here, here's it's the bone in the pot. <laughs> you you can you get a couple of things for your money dollars uh, aside from garbage. You get <laughs> Uh, cloud saves. So if you play 70 hours of Breath of the Wild and your console shits the bed, uh, you'll still have those
2: saves. Some, you know,
0: some, some saves. of those saves.
2: Some saves. Some, Not some. all saves. Not Splatoon 2. Not, Splatoon <laughs> Not 2. Dark Souls. Not no. like online enabled games. You can't back those up. You can't back up Dead Cells. Oh, you can't back up Dead Cells? Now, I was listening to a saying, Son ba- of a bitch! You, you can't back <laughs> it up.
0: Yeah, so on top of, like, (laughs) what do you, like, it's more like, it's like mist saves, it's a (laughs) light, it's not not cloud, it's yeah, so uh, much as, you know, uh, humidity, a a vague apparition, yeah, Uh, you you also get access to a library of 20 NES games that you, you can't really play offline. Uh, right. Yeah. No, you can. You can. You can. You. Can
2: you you, you have. You have seven days to play them offline before you, you are forced to check back into the online service. Okay. All right. There so you I
1: like, do, You know, I seem to recall. This sounds so familiar. Yeah. to Me. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah. I feel like uh, somebody, didn't somebody else. Get, <laughs> didn't somebody gets shit canned for saying that this is the kind of service that you just have to deal with. Uh huh. Like. Yeah. Yeah, oh, but it's but
1: Nintendo's doing it now, so it's okay. Yeah. So it's fine. Okay, yeah. first
0: of all, here. Okay, look,
1: I want someone to do the math on how much it would cost you to purchase all of those NES games
0: that you're getting air quote for free. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Add uh, it up for me. Add it, well, it depends on where you're purchasing them from. Well, true. Uh, it depends on where you're purchasing them from. You know, uh, on the Nintendo Wii, that's $100 of games. Mm. You know, Ten years ago, that would have yep. been $100 worth of video games. Here's the thing. Uh, maybe four of them are the kind of things that anyone would want to
2: spend exactly. money on. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Nobody
2: is well, buying... Well, there's the your idea. 20
0: bucks! Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is your 20 bucks. You, they, there 20
2: bucks. And Nintendo. They are adding three games a month. They have laid out the next three months, so it's at least not like a situation where they go, we're putting Wii games on the virtual console on Wii U, and they mm. re- well, we're going to release five, and then never <laughs> talk about it again. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's worth
0: noting that while the the app that you download with Nintendo Online works, it's very snappy, much like everything uh, that comes with uh, the Nintendo switch, uh, the emulation is not great. These games look really bad. Uh, if you if you are downloading ROMs, to your, to your computer back in the late 90s, you got something that looked more authentic to an NES game on a CTRT. Also, deck.
2: I saw a post on uh, Reset Era where someone was saying that the CRT filter is causing screen burn-in on Nintendo no. Switch consoles. No. What? <gasps> because of the way that like the filter... Um, causes the pixel edges to like flip back and forth to simulate the look of an Yeah old the flicker TV. yeah uh, right. it causes those pixels to be like stressed out and they don't like unrelax. How? So there's just so it's like that's why there like people are saying like that's why it's not like a UI outline because it's not burn-in. It's this like shimmer of Oh pixels. my god and it happens mostly with games like Dr. Mario, where, like, it's a stationary screen. Oh, that's really bad. Oh, and then... So you just, right. like, yeah, I saw a picture, and it's just, like, this, like, nice little... So, like, like, the blur tool in Photoshop, just, like, a little I... spray paint edge. Oh, man. Yeah. I... Oh, my God.
0: Like, I...
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I genuinely, genuinely do not understand what the problem is and has been throughout Nintendo's history like yeah. okay Microsoft they built their shit from the ground up fine like PlayStation they figured it out why can Nintendo not make an online service that is easy to use <sighs> that is worth using and reasonable like yeah. paying paying to be able to play games online Okay, it, that's yeah. what we do now. All right, sure.
0: sure. I uh, unfortunate since but, you could play off. if 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 you're paying for that, it better goddamn work exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've I've only ever played three games online on Switch consistently. Like I've mm-hmm. played like some Splatoon here and there. Yeah. But, you know, I, I played uh, a bunch of Mario Kart, a bunch of ARMS, mm-hmm. and a bunch mm-hmm. of the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection. Mm-hmm. Only one of those has ever worked consistently. I mean, th- the week ARMS came out, Dave and I... Yeah, tried we tried to play, to play, play a like it sucks every night for a week, and it was a disaster. Like, we mm. weren't even able to finish a match. And the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, if you were playing with a friend... And keep in mind, like, I, like, you'd have to take out your phone and right. call your friend and be like, hey, do you want to do this? Like, there's no way to contact them in the Which game is ridiculous. whatsoever. Ridiculous, Right, something that online games, something that the GameCube was capable of if you had a modem. Dude, I could, I could, I could
2: send there. a yeah. message to a friend over the DS. Yes. Remember that? Yeah. PictoChat? That was a thing. <laughs> that works. <laughs> I loved PictoChat. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, I um, and Susan, the
0: fact that they hired, they partnered with one of the most prominent online infrastructure businesses in all of Asia three years ago to make this. Yeah, I don't know. I have no. I answer. don't.
1: They're not idiots. So clearly, there is a philosophy driving this right. that we simply do not understand. That's, it's not like they. They don't know how, you know, or they couldn't get people to figure it out. Yeah, like they're they have the internet. They know.
0: Yeah, right. There's a YouTube video on this. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I don't know. Doing this, the momentum that they have had since Fortnite came out on that machine at E3, to do this now seems crazy to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Fortnite. you don't need the online service to play online. Oh,
0: so my! Oh God, stop it. You don't. <laughs> That's absurd. That's that doesn't
1: make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So, okay, um, okay. so imagine just for a second, you're a parent, right? You're mm-hmm. a parent who's not really in touch with gaming stuff. You just know you want to get Switch for your kids because they want it and it looks uh, mm-hmm. less horrifying than xbox or playstation great so you roll up and you're like okay tell me what i need to know about this console okay well here's the console great cool here are the games great cool you're gonna have to pay for the online service okay got it well except for this game and that game okay so it's 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 i mean just like the vet i don't even know the flow your your
0: 11 year old says that they want smash brothers right your 11 year old also says that they want fortnite Yep. And why do they have why is my kid asking for four dollars so that they can play
2: Smash Brothers? And here's and and, and here's the thing. Because I think even if the online service sucks, which like it shouldn't, but it (laughs) For a service that provides a history of Nintendo's games in a Netflix-like fashion for $20 a year. I think is an enticing proposition on its own. I mean, it like, is. yeah, I would to agree ha- that to have legal access to those games. But the thing is, is that Nintendo has shown a history of like coming up with cool ideas and then not following through or yeah. doing it so slowly that by the time they add the cool thing that you want, you've already moved on to something else or found a way to get those things that you want. Mm hmm. Perhaps a little more dubiously, but it's like, like, like. Look, I got this money right here. I want to give it to you. Just take it. Just take it. Just, just Put take it, it into the thing. Yeah. So yeah. And I,
0: like this. This does go back. We had a conversation a couple of episodes ago. We we're talking about like the issue of IP holders uh, mm. restricting access to their classic games, and as we as we talked about like. Yes, we would all prefer that companies who own IP take a we're going to keep our history accessible to everyone approach. We want that. But at the end of the day, these are businesses and they can do whatever the hell they want with their property. The problem with Nintendo Online is that it is it is a predatory product. It's, it is. It is it's, it's a predatory product. And I
1: don't... I just don't get it yeah. because Nintendo wants to make money. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but they're usually not assholes. About <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that's really the, like they're not doing loot boxes and shit. Like they're mm-hmm. just, they're just like, yes, dude. Oh, would you like to pay super Mario brothers three? You're going to give us more money. All right, fine, motherfucker. I've already bought it four times. Here, here, take it, take it, whatever. Rebo <laughs> shoe, right? Like, that's <laughs> that's their thing. They know we're suckers for certain stuff and they're going to make us pay for well, it over and over and over again. And
2: I'm not yeah. even against the idea of double tipping because, like, you yeah. have m- movies that do it all the time with, like, oh, yeah. anniversary editions that add extra features. Like, hell, I buy Criterion movies of movies I already own because they look nice on my shelf. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like that's not the problem. It's just it's like and I felt this when Nintendo announced the price of accessories. Yeah. <laughs> for uh-huh. like the the cost of the a standalone. Se- the $70 dock. controller. Yeah, seventy dollars for the yeah. pair of Joy Joy-Con or what no, what was it $80 for a pair of Joy-Cons, $70 for a pro controller, yeah. $80 for an extra dock. It's like here comes Nintendo. They uh like I don't want to like idolize iwata but i think a lot of that idea of like consumer friendliness well well, do you guys remember this is this is digging deep
0: but it's a conversation we had in the long 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 ago on the games radar podcast when when that was a thing that we hosted together and once iwata was gone and the first burblings of the nintendo nx's plans changed I said to you guys that we're entering a new era.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We are entering the merch era yep. of Nintendo. Yep. yep. And this is it. This is the way it's going to be. There is nobody at the helm anymore who's saying that the the highest priority is that our audience is given quality and fun. Paramount at all times. From here on out, it's we're going to maintain the profitability of our individual products. It's why you don't see a free, you didn't see a free-to-play mobile Mario when that thing launched. You you had a ten-dollar Mario game, something that had a fixed price rather than something that was going to be perceived as uh, taking little bits of money out of your pocket and trying to manipulate you. The, this is this is the Nintendo that's gonna say like no we're not gonna have a virtual console you're either going to give us a consistent amount of money we're gonna give you a broken service or you're gonna buy an eighty dollar box those are your options you're either going to you know go out there and you're gonna play our mobile games you're gonna go play Animal Crossing over here uh, on your phone you're gonna give us small amounts of money or you're gonna wait. For a big Animal Crossing that you definitely want to pay, but you're gonna to have to give us five dollars to play it. And you better believe Animal Crossing. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to
1: have this so I can play Animal Crossing.
0: That's right. If you wanna to to play the online game. with a of a that's yeah. right. Bitch. We're not gonna be able to give each other fruit. It's over. Fuck. It's over. And that's that's uh. Merch Merch Nintendo has still is still behaving pretty well. But these are these are the unfortunate factors yeah. that come with Yaddle's eighty dollars controllers.
1: I, I'm gonna give yeah. you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a comparison now. Nintendo is the Apple of yep. the video game world. No.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, at least they have headphone jacks. Oh, at least they got headphone jacks. No. Uh, Yaddle mentioned earlier, like, oh boy, Urban Champion. I will say, nary an Urban Champion in sight. In this lineup of NES games, so Nintendo's <laughs> at least learned something. Yeah. That game is yeah. dog shit. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, so
0: before we keep this hate train running, because <laughs> you better believe it's gonna keep running. Oh yeah. One one little quick note. Uh I found out about this just before the show started. Susan and Dave had to break the bad news to me. Let's all pour one out to Telltale Games. Uh, a a developer. That uh, we've we I I guess we've had a contentious relationship with on this show. I suppose. You know, yeah, yeah, it's it's no, it's never been consistently love. But Telltale Games for uh, ten years uh, put out some of the best narrative based games in the world. The Wolf Among Us, yep. Walking Dead season one, yep. uh Tales from the Borderlands, which I still yep. haven't played, uh, but you guys adore. These are, are peerless, peerless artifacts, and uh, unfortunately the studio is coming to a close with the end of uh, the current Walking Dead season. Yeah, and here's,
2: the, uh, here's the, the, uh, the official statement from Telltale Games. It says, today Telltale Games made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners, CEO and, or the, and then there's a, an official statement from the CEO, but yeah, so that means, uh, basically the walk, the last season of walking dead is going to be the last thing that that studio puts out. The stranger things game that they were working on canceled yeah. the wolf among us two canceled, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What else? Well, they were working on a few, a th- uh, few other things too. Uh, but they had
0: already rolled oh, yeah. back. They had already, they had already sort of cut operations significantly from the past few years. And it, you know, if anybody has sort of forgotten the arc that happened, Telltale was a very, very small operation for their first six years. Very small. And then The Walking Dead happened, and The Walking Dead was uh, like it, it's hard. It, it's hard to remember at this point. Like people are so used to the saturation of both Telltale Games and Walking Dead product being out in the ether that it's hard to remember what an impact that first season had when it started coming out in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. It was just enor- enormous. Um, and yeah, it's it's a freaking it's a shame. It's a shame. I, I, I it, think that there's It
1: is, but I mean <sighs> what they were doing was not sustainable.
0: No, not, in, not by in, any means.
1: And, and not sustainable in several different directions Yeah, is the thing. Uh, they ballooned in size and scope to, to try and take advantage of their success with the walking dead. Uh-huh. And they were just, uh, cranking out a lot of the stuff, a lot of stuff that just felt uninspired. Batman. And they, they signed all the- Batman being the, the perfect example of that. Uh, they, uh, you know, they signed a bunch of licenses and then just did meh yeah. stuff with them. So the 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 ratio of meh to genuinely good stuff was was way out of whack, and that's a real shame. If they had stayed small uh-huh. and and really been careful uh, about what they had done, they would probably still be around. But. It's easy to see why they they didn't want to do that, or why sure. you know that temptation sure. was too great. Um, and obviously, we're never never happy to see people out of work. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I sincerely hope I, I like I understand how impossible this is, but I want somebody to just take the baton and continue the work that was already being done on Wolf Among Us too, uh, because. God, I wanted to play that game, and I miss Fables. I know. Fables. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I miss Fables so much, and uh, I loved that game. Uh, so, to everyone, um, to everyone out there that worked for Telltale Games, uh, we hope you land on your feet. And yeah, damn shame. Which includes uh,
1: uh, not only you know the the in house staff, of course, but all the voice actors. All the voice who, actors. That was a
0: regular gig for them. Yeah, and all all of the freelance like contributors to the scripts yep. and yep. many 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 talented people yes, uh, yes. my my favorite factoid and I, I tell this story all the time my favorite thing about any telltale production was finding out how they did the zombie Foley. oh yeah yeah for for the original walking dead susan and dave have heard me tell this one a billion times
1: oh I, talking, I
0: i knew this yeah. at the time talk, talking to their sound engineer uh they they just brought in and it was only a fifty person staff back when they were making Walk to Dead season one. They just bought a huge case of Snickers bars, brought everybody into the sound <laughs> that works in the entire company, customer service, legal, yep. and we're just like chew these with your mouth open into a microphone. That is that is that ah that just warms my heart. That is like old school craftsmanship right there. The hair, Susan. Oh my God, the
1: hair we'll never escape it something has to happen man cuz it, <laughs> it it i'm i it was annoying before now i'm genuinely angry <laughs> okay so for those of us who were
2: bewildered
1: all, all right, right okay what are we talking so, about <laughs> so the captain marvel trailer came out okay uh and i i have no attachment to this character I don't, like, literally everything I know about Captain Marvel is that uh, 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 she was called at the end of Infinity War. That's it. Yeah. That's all I know, right? Okay. So I watched the trailer, and I can't actually pay attention to it because Brie Larson has the hair. Mm-hmm. The hair is a style. now. You will, you will not be able to not see this now because it's fucking everywhere. It's, you take a, a, a nice, nice young lady, it's straight on top, and then it's these nice, long, loose curls that frame her face. <laughs> and the, the reason that they do this is because, uh, especially for a, a, a movie like a uh, Captain Marvel, where there's going to be a lot of physical action, it's really easy to work into continuity. Mm-hmm. Because it's really hard to tell that, you know, this piece was over there when you shot it the first time. But it was slightly moved when you shot the sex- second time. So it makes it very, very easy to edit. I understand that. <laughs> I don't
0: care. Oh my god,
2: this, like, Supergirl has this hair. Like on the YouTube
0: Every woman. Per- oh every my god. Woman, yep. Every woman in any television or film... A product that has been in any commercial yep. that involves even a moderate amount of motion in yep. the past seven years has the hair. Yep, the hair is inescapable.
1: It is so rare to see a woman without the hair mm-hmm. that it actually stands out. Like um, uh, the uh, Olivia in Fringe, she did not
0: have. The hair. All now, right, Fr- Fr- Olivia, Olivia in Fringe. So there is, there is the hair is purely of this decade. That's true, yeah. That's, because you, you can see, yeah. like, Fringe is 2008, Yeah. so Olivia, Olivia's book... Predates, look, Frin- it, predates it, it the hair. Predates the hair. And you can even see in Marvel movies, the last time that we had any Marvel, like, movie with a woman in it where she didn't have the hair was Go Back to Iron Man 2 in yeah. 2010. And Scarlett Johansson has... I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I I guarantee that took a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. To make a human being's head look like that, but it wasn't. Wait, I need the to google hair. this now. Hold on.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Do we call this like BH then before hair? Yeah, it's BH. Before, before hair. Yeah. Iron
0: Man Iron Man 2 is BH. Yeah, BH before hair era. Scar- Scarlett Johansson and Iron Man Two. Oh my God! Yeah, has, I forgot about like, that. It looks like fucking Fran Drescher from The Nanny got a perm. Like something was going on there. Uh, no, you know what?
1: It is. It's longer than yes. the hair typically is, but in Iron Man Two, she has the hair. It's proto the hair. It's like it's
0: primordial. It's the hair. larval
1: stage of the hair. It's yeah. but it's the yeah. That's uh, now we can we at least. Can blame her for that. So, so, among other so, things. It's ev- like if you, it, it, a woman now has a ponytail, some sort of like very locked down updo, or the hair.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yeah, all like, she's allowed to look. And, like. and the most the most severe hipster updo that you can imagine. It's always oh, sure. yeah, like uh, the 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 sort of prototype of that that I think of is, um, I can't remember her name. She's an MMA fighter. She's in Deadpool. Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey, yeah. Ronda Rousey Oh, no, no, Deadpool. no. You
1: mean, uh, you? Uh, no, not Randy Rousey. You mean, um, um oh my God. It no, drives me she, nuts.
0: I can't think of her name. Yeah, she yeah. used to be a gladiator. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, that, that whole thing. And yeah. what is inexplicable about that is... When they gave Captain Marvel her makeover, Ca- uh, Carol Danvers in the comics, mm. mm-hmm. that's the hairstyle she had. It was that super severe, punky but super oh. fashionable updo. Oh. And that's when she stopped being Ms. Marvel and, you know, basically wearing a uh a 1980s workout video leotard with a sash. <laughs> uh and and became Captain Marvel. And that's the, the look that they're going for with Captain Marvel in the movies. But instead, they gave her the hair rather than, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. It's distracting. It's, it's distracting and it makes every
1: woman look <laughs> replaceable. Honestly, it's like, here's the girl. Yeah. Look, look, here's our girl. Yeah, Doesn't matter who, who it actually is, as long as she's got the hair on top, then it's fine. She's pretty, she can go do whatever. All she has to do is have the hair and not blink when she's delivering her lines. Yeah, and Agents
0: of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the, oh, God. Is the, the worst offender. <laughs> because often on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you have four to five different characters on screen simultaneously... Who all have the hair?
2: Uh-huh. Like, all at the exact same time. It's like different size. versions of the hair?
0: No, 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 no. Not different versions. It's just... that it, It's almost like somebody was like, Hey, what? You remember, like, the Beatles at the very beginning? When they all had the bowl cuts? What if we did that with chicks, guys? It's like, it's like
1: they're all bridesmaids in the same fucking wedding. <laughs> so they've all done their hair identically. And it's it's just it's really aggravating because you you've you have this character and again I understand the practical reasons behind this. It also I mean having the curls uh, keeps hair out of your face, uh-huh. which is also important, especially again when you're doing an effects-heavy thing. I get it, but you finally got a movie where the lead is a woman, right? And You've made her look now. Uh, wait, I need to. I need to look at uh, Wonder Woman.
0: Who yeah, had, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot Does she have sorta, the hair? Yeah, she has the hair. Son of a bitch. She and Princess Buttercup have the hair in World like, War II. They have the hair. Yeah, the hair is consistent. Like the dudes. I mean, uh, and you can't all you can't argue that. Well,
1: you know, dudes have crew cuts, and crew cuts all look alike. But that's not true. Yeah, it's
0: not. It's, it's, it's just not. not so it's not. It's not. It's not, so it's not accurate. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I. I was I was very pleased. We were we were doing a little pre show planning. Susan was like, "I have to talk about the hair," and Dave was like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> but I was immediately like, I, "And I credit goes to my wife Kate because I, as we've talked about in this show, for some reason I'm still watching Agents of Shield and." <sighs>
2: What one of the things that it hasn't she, like dimmed itself so you can't see it anymore. Like I just, mean, it just might, out of pity for you, it might
0: be on right now, and I just <laughs> don't know. I Clark Gregg might be talking about his resolve, and I just uh. can't see it in the background. Uh, but Kate is just like she can't handle that show being on in the room because she hates the way that the the women in the show are done up. She's like yes. they, everybody yeah. looks like a prop.
2: Yes! Exactly! Exactly!
1: Exactly! exactly. Think, like, this,
2: like, I realize it's a conscious decision, but do you think it's just, like, it's a result of. Like, these schedules are just too tight because they have to turn this stuff out fast on a timeline? Like, if they just slowed the fuck down, like, maybe we don't need eight superhero movies a year? And, like, no, yeah. Like, uh, you, like, you could actually take the time to. Do the continuity? I don't know. No,
1: and here's and here's why. Because the average dude watching this, and I'm and, and yes, this is a sexist thing to say, but it's also true. Isn't gonna notice. Uh. He's not gonna give a shit. He's just gonna, you know, are the explosions cool? Right? Did they get the lore correct? <laughs> you know,
0: it's stuff like
1: that. Like they're not. They're. Uh, why would you? Waste time and money on something that the majority of people aren't going to notice or care about.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like. <laughs> it's, so here's, here's the other thing. Okay. Here's the other thing I look at. And that we, we don't have to get into this. But. So I'll see you. Oh, oh, I, I am obsessed with the shoes
0: that women wear in TV and movies. Oh, man. You didn't get through Jurassic World, did you?
1: I disagree. No. <laughs> that was totally appropriate for her that it was no, character
0: appropriate it, it was character appropriate until like they, they, those would have been gone at that point those heels no, okay. they would have been gone by the end of that movie right here's oh, no, 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 here's here's the thing. It's not like
1: she keeps sneakers in her desk. She is not a woman who does that.
0: No, she doesn't she doesn't have the gym bag She doesn't on have
1: her ballet desk. flats on her. So her choice is high heels or, or flip bare flops. feet. Flip-flops from the gift shop. Or That's... flip-flops from the gift shop. Right. You can't run in flip-flops. No,
0: you can't run in flip-flops.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so you'll careful. see you really can't run in flip-flops. <laughs> you're going tri- you're going to trip and then you break your teeth. You'll see a woman and and inevitably she'll be in like three inch heels, you know, until she has to run. Mm -hmm. And then they put her in flats because women can't actually run in heels or do, you know, complicated fight scenes. And every once in a while they'll mess up and you'll see when she's running, oh, she's wearing flats and we're back to a close up. Oh, look, she's in heels again. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Because it's just... (laughs) Like, if you, if you, you know, it's, uh, women are still sexy if they're wearing flat shoes, my man.
0: It's fine, it can, guys. It's yeah. fine. It's, uh, yeah. It bothers, this it bo- it bo- it this me. The one that, what, the one that gets me is Susan, and it's a close relative of the hair. Mm. There is a subcategory of the hair. okay, oh, Which it. is the hair with eye dangle. Oh, God. And... <laughs> Because you know you know that she's a rough-and-tumble gal if she's got mm-hmm. her fucking hair in her eyes. What is this shit? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I played Shadow of the Tomb Raider start to finish using the Lara Croft model from 1996. That's not just because I'm a nerd. It's because I can't look at, like, Lara Croft when she's covered with blood and mud and anger and yet there's still the hair, but then mm-hmm. just the perfect... Just the one... Just the one s- dangle. Yeah. That's You know she can say it! Tie your hair back!
1: It's just it's just waiting for a man to uh-huh. push it. Out of her face. That's enraging. So he, I know, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. it. That me. was actually... Uh, there was, for a while, in, in the late 90s, um, that was the thing. Your hair up, but then yeah, two you had to dangles, have the two, the, the two dangles on the side, and it's like
0: bullshit. <laughs> like I'm just going to be doing this, yeah, all the time. Just <laughs> the two dangles were an evolution of the rain, the Rachel, right? Correct. It was Correct. like friends happened, and then yeah. the craft happened, and yes. then you got the two dangles. Correct. You go everybody got on board the dangle bus. That's what <laughs> happened. That's a throwback for every for for our fans right there.
1: Now uh, that we have identified the hair, you're going to see it and you're yeah. not going to be able to unsee it and i um, um and you should demand better. <laughs> you should expect
0: better. Uh yeah, actually uh the, the hair provides a good transition because the hair shows up occasionally in uh Disney's Marvel's Spider-Man. It's not for Disney PlayStation 4. It's not dis. Oh, it's not Disney?
2: No, because Disney doesn't own the uh, movie. It's Sony's Disney. Is this one Marvel's. of these, like the movie versus the. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like no, Lord I, of the Rings was
0: split between the movies yeah. and the books. It's. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, Spider Man is its own continuity, the video game, but it is a, the the most corporate synergy product in the entire world. <laughs> uh, I Like, nothing is more synergistic than Spider Man. The hair does show up periodically in Spider-Man. Felicia Hardy, the black cat, appears in Spider-Man and definitely has a piping hot plate of the hair. Mm. Uh, But, uh, that's just one thing in Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 that is deeply mediocre. There is is a plethora of things that are deeply mediocre in Spider-Man and it doesn't matter. At all. Yep. Wait, what? Yeah, okay. So, Here's where we're going with this. There is so much in Spider-Man that, as Dave, you you say it really well. What is Spider-Man? It's the best-looking
2: open-world game from 2003. But it's also <laughs>
0: Dave. Dave sent me a message the night he started it. It's the okest game I've played in a really
2: long time. But okay, it's it's the okest game that is elevated entirely. By the way that you move through the world, also and the, and the world and a, and a, and a, itself, and a piping hot plate of pathos, yeah, provided by yeah. the the writing, which is, and the characters, which are actually incredible. Yes. Okay, hang on, I I need you to tell me that he's already Spider Man when this game yes. starts.
1: This is yeah, not guess, a phrase, this guess Did what? You
0: know, Susan. They don't. Susan. They. Insomniac has has honed every narrative lesson that they learned from like, those kick-ass Ratchet & Clank games on PS3, mm. like Crackin' Time, everything they got right in Resistance 1 and 3. I, I was just going to say, everything they got right in Sunset Overdrive, but they didn't get anything Stop right it. in Sunset it- Overdrive. Game uh, <laughs> the game is, is <laughs> garbage. Hot garbage.
2: I can it's shoot a toilet paper gun, <laughs> and the Melvins are in it. It's
0: all right. Uh, yeah, every, everything... Th- this is the game that has all of Insomniac's Best craft in it. Hmm. Great story, great character, great visual narrative. Everything you need to know about like where Peter Parker is in his life, you get in one shot. The credits are at the beginning, you see his apartment. You see like photos of his family on his wall. You see diplomas. It lasts maybe a second, and it translates everything you need to know about him. Nice, in that second. remarkably nice. done. When Mary Jane shows up. Just the way they talk to each other. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I didn't think I, you know, I didn't think seeing you again would would happen in a situation like this. And her response is, it's funny, I thought the next time I saw you it would be exactly like this. History! Nice. Pathos! Yeah, real! They, they, they romantic they tweak, connection.
2: Yeah. They tweak things just enough to keep you on your toes. It's like, yeah. Peter Parker's not working for the Daily Bugle, he's working for Dr. Octavius, uh, doing science projects for him. Doing science. Jo- mm-hmm. J. Jonah mm-hmm. Jameson has retired from the Daily Bugle, and now runs a podcast, a la Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. And, and like, yeah, just, and like Mary Jane and Peter Parker aren't dating anymore, and they relationship, like, for a reason. And right. And they're working through some shit. And- All of that stuff is so
0: good. New York in this game, it is the best New York City ever in a video game, Un- unquestionably. It, it is. the a vision.
2: Anthony.
0: What about the crew? <laughs> what about what the third about birthday? birthday? What about <laughs> Prototype 1? Okay, Parasite Xbox- Eve's version of
2: New York's pretty kick-ass. All right, that doesn't...
0: Parasite Eve never counts. Parasite, <laughs> Eve- Parasite Eve needs to be outside of all conversations. But, so, like, the city is amazing. The swinging is everything you want it to be that but like that's the thing like just being this impossible body in this space is so good and so fun that you never notice that you're doing things like i'm collecting the points by taking a picture of the empire state building and another picture of, oh look of a, a, bu- bridge. a
2: bunch of towers have opened uh, up and i need to go to the tower to i have to go to the towers my map I have likely collect- all agreed that this is a bad idea for <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I have to go. <laughs>
0: collect- I-, I have to go collect fifty-five backpacks, and then once I've collected fifty-five backpacks, I can unlock a cool suit. Like the worst sort of busy work that used to clutter up the things that you know. We talk about like ruining Assassin's Creed and Infamous and uh, all of the the sort of open world games that. We've moved on from Spider Man mm-hmm. commits those crimes, and it doesn't matter, it just doesn't matter because the character work and the world and moving through it is so so good. And it got me thinking that this is a thing that we encounter every now and again because Spider Man ends with a big teaser for a follow up, and they sold three million copies of this game. They're making another one, yeah. Release. There's gonna be another one, there's yeah, they did gonna okay. surprise, there's gonna be another one. Surprise! this is a thing that we run into every now and again where the initial release of a game can have one thing about it that is so exceptional that it doesn't matter that the rest of it sort of feels half finished that the proof of concept is so interesting on its own that you want to keep playing this game and you immediately want more of it once it's done and the original assassin's creed yep has been just playing in my head as I've been playing Spider-Man over Mm. and over and over again. Because everyone at the time was like, Assassin's Creed's terrible. Five out of ten. Six out of ten. It's terrible. Anybody who actually played the original Assassin's Creed remembers everything about it. Because moving through that world, being Altair... Diving off of the tower for the first time into a haystack. Listening to his
2: hacky accent.
0: (laughs) It was so intoxicating on its own that, like, that was enough. That was enough. So I I wanted to put it to you guys. A, you know, like, we've talked recently uh, on the show about perfect games. About games that need to state their vision for us to actually get into them. And I thought a really interesting sort of jumping off point from that is when can a game do something that's just enough, just enough to keep you into it, to make you fall in love with it, uh, even though it's not actually good?
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah. I mean, Assassin's Creed, like, sits next to Spider-Man because uh, they're, 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 they're it's so... It's a proof of concept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like it's what worked for Assassin. Okay, let's be clear. Assassin's Creed was a terrible game, mm. but the best proof of concept.
0: Yeah. Ever probably ever.
1: Yeah. Right. Like because you were like, yes, I want. I, yes, I want to do I it. see forever. where this can go, and I want to do that. Yeah. But could you put? Could you put all this stuff in an actual game? Yeah, please? Put Put the missions in, and we're we're set. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and it became Assassin's Creed 2, which yeah. is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Still
0: a great game.
2: Yeah. Still a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Dave? I yeah, and I think I think ultimately it's that it's that promise. Like yeah. even even if you like don't know if there's gonna be another one, it's the, that thought that like, man, if they get like like if they get a second crack at this, mm. this could be great. Yeah, like an
0: all-timer.
2: Yeah, and like that's what separates like just a bad game from Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you know, I'm not going to say like, "Oh man, if Itagaki got a second chance at Devil's Third, <laughs> That's gonna it's oh, you you're you're gonna He lose did get mind. a second chance. They released a Steam version of the online part oh. of that game. He got a second chance. Oh, i got to collect those chickens or whatever. got to get them the, all. Uh, got to get them all. But yeah, like, yeah, the online mode, you collected chickens for points. It didn't. I of course you did. Of course you did. I have no idea why. Uh, so, so, yeah, like, it's that idea that, like, if there was just some, something from this pot of ingredients is missing. Yeah. And we just need to go back to the shelf and find it and put it in and mix it up a little bit more and get it. And I, I think that's because like, yeah, I read all the reviews for Assassin's Creed and I understood that and I in- internalized that when I played it. But I didn't care because I liked where things were heading. And like, yeah, it, like even the game, like the story is a proof of concept because it ends on like the biggest cliffhanger in video game. History, <laughs> right. It doesn't end where, <laughs> you're, where you're just like, oh, there's way more to this game than I thought. And it's over. Wait for Assassin's Creed 2. Um, that stuff, like those, those seeds are in there. Mm. The, the thing is though, is that the foundation has to be good enough. Foundation has to be really strong. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, even even if, even if the details aren't
0: there. Right. Yeah. The other one that I've been thinking of while playing Spider-Man, which is exactly what you're saying. Like the foundation has to be strong. Even if the details aren't there, I've been thinking about SSX. Like the original Oh yeah. the, oh, the original. original SSX. A game that felt so so good, but nobody ever talks about the original SSX anymore. Nope. It's they talk about Tricky because mm-hmm. they remember the name Tricky. And then the people that love SSX talk about three. Well, okay. I'm going to counter that slightly. Oh, okay. It's not
1: it's not just the name Tricky. Oh. Although that is as as names go, that was a really great one. The mechanic, yeah, was so perfect. Yeah, in case in case y'all don't remember, uh, you would build up a a, a meter to be tricky. Like you do <laughs> tricks, and the more tricks you do, you become tricky, and then that you're like super powered, and you're scoring scoring major points. But this was signaled by the game playing.
0: It's tricky by Run DMC, and it, it, when it happens, it's like drugs. It the, it the, is. the only the only like, comparison point that I can I can give it. It was like it's the only way to fly a
2: drug. It's the only way to fly, Anthony. <laughs> it was so
0: good. It was like when you're
1: 17 and it's summer and you're driving really fast and uh, it's like 11:30. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. But yes, SSX3 is the superior
0: game. And SSX3 is like the grand realization of yep. all of the promise in that original game. It takes the the foundation where, oh my god, moving like this in this world, all of that's just going to stay exactly the same. Yep. We're not going to change it. We're not going to change the basic activity. We're just going to keep teasing it out so that this thing that is that feels so right, but is kind of inherently mediocre is going to be elevated finally by all of the different things around it and it's so it's so rare it's so rare that yeah. something that sneaks that that is like that sneaks out into the wild mine is is
1: is it is deep cut that y'all may not even have heard of as it was a PSP game oh boy at the beginning of the PSP life cycle
0: oh boy death junior oh. death junior the shooter that didn't get the chance it deserved, Death Junior. It, it like the controls were, oh, it's and a the camera's a nightmare.
1: The camera's a nightmare. <laughs> it just mechanically didn't work because the PSP was was new and was really really difficult uh, to design for. But the idea and the characters and the look, like all the all the design part, so good that was kicking.
0: Yeah. That was all, the, and you
1: could see, and you could see that they were just wrestling with trying to make this work on this brand new machine, and coming up short, as is true for so many of that first wave of, of games for for any console in particular. Uh, and I, I was, I was really hoping, desperately hoping that it would end up going somewhere. Uh, it did
0: not. Yeah, Sorry. they 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 made one sequel. They did. Uh, that is just like all of the charm is gone. All yeah. of the all of the love of the original just wasn't there. And I like it was PS2 and Wii. I think. I I, I, I thought there was I another one was, on PSP. There was, yeah, but it, it was it was,
2: one those, P, it was probably during that era when people were like. Oh, everyone's just like downloading these things. We got to put this on PS Two. Right, 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 right. Oh. It was like
0: Silent Hill Origins, which was oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Like okay, it was like okay, it was okay. on every other thing. Man, I beat Death Junior. I actually went the distance on that one, and that was one of those games where you beat the final boss, and you're like, I don't know what I did to actually make this stop happening. <laughs> but yeah, it finally stopped yeah. happening. <laughs> But it's the closest we ever came to having an Invader Zim game. Like that's
1: exactly that's what it felt like. Yeah, it's very much that vibe and humor and and feel and like you just you desperately wanted these characters to to work and they it just never came together. and It's really really unfortunate.
0: Yeah, Dave, have you finished Spider Man? Did you go the distance? Oh yeah, I got the platinum on that. You got you. (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) Dave, how do you keep platinuming? He
1: he look shit games. up. Yeah, he plays on easy and look shit
2: up. Yeah, play on easy. Well, also the the Sony first party stuff is mm-hmm. like there are no difficulty based trophies. Oh, that's true. So yeah. you just yeah you play it on easy, which is um, as it should be. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's like literally do like play the game, complete the side missions, complete the districts. Like the only thing that I had to look up was where. Ben's grave was in the grave. Wait,
1: you, really? It's like collecting all the backpacks, isn't a
2: Yeah, no, that's trophy? a trophy. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's like right. yeah, you get the backpacks, you do the research stations, you clear. You basically just like play the game. You yeah. know, oh, yeah, it. all right. There's okay. nothing in it that's too difficult. It's just oh, all, right. all of the side missions, and okay, and there are like a couple combat based ones, but it's like you just like one of them is like stick to bad guys together with a tripwire ten times, and I'm like, oh, is that gonna be hard? And you just, you shoot a tripwire at a bad guy, it sticks to another one. Oh, okay, you can do that ten times. Yeah, go. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, like, yeah. the,
0: the trick that Insomniac's pulled with the city in that game, too, because it's obviously not to scale. Like, even Manhattan is not a proper Manhattan in the game. Like, it's much smaller. Like, you can... Yeah. Traverse it very, very quickly, just because everything is shrunk down. But their attention to to tiny details... Like, I always try to go to my apartment in Harlem. Whenever I play a game, it's like, Oh, you made New York, did you? Let's see how well you did Harlem, you scum. And then I immediately go up there, and you get a situation like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the movie tie-in that came out right after the PlayStation 4 came out. And you have people... Like walking around elegant, like huge luxury buildings with English accents.
2: Oh right, Harlem, right, right, going, right, right, going. Right, right. Like I dare
0: say, sir. Well, and you go up there in in uh, Spider Man on PlayStation Four, and yeah, like Harlem is only a few blocks, and then boom, you hit the Bronx. Like it, it doesn't work like that in real life. But there are these bizarre projects in harlem that are buildings with like it's all they almost look like gears there's a center pillar and then giant hallways of apartments that come out in threes and there are three of these buildings and there they are like perfect oh wow created in the game it's and, like little things like that i uh made the joke when i was playing it for the first time like oh i went to union square to use the bathroom at the Barnes and Noble. And there is a... The original Barnes & Noble is right above Union Square. They they still offer an NYU student book discount. But then there's a much bigger one that they have big author readings right at the top of Union Square. And of course, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like... Oh, you're you stupid, Union Square. But then I looked closer at the street, and they put a bookstore there. Oh, like, There's actually... Like, really? They just nailed it. Like... Who cares that I'm doing the same side mission over and over and over again when it's all packaged back. nicely? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so before we bring it home, uh, we we talked a lot about uh, the the Nintendo Online and and uh, N- Telltale stuff at the top. Uh so I know we're running a little bit long, but before we do, Dave, you've been on an interesting trip this weekend. Uh yeah. We previous weekend and week, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about it before we can out for this episode.
2: So so yeah, like I've It's long been like a like a dream of mine. Like just this little twinkle, like, man, wouldn't it be cool to like build arcade cabinets? Just like find arcade boards. It's, like, learn how to, like, work with your hands, make, like, like wire everything, fix it up, put it up to a nice TV, and, like, here you go. You got a nice little arcade cabinet. Like, part of it's the nostalgia. Like, I like old games. I like studying them. I like playing them. Um, both because, like, they were a part of my childhood and just because, like, I think that timeless things should be appreciated forever. Like, they're not just stuff from the 80s. Um and like the the idea of having like this big physical thing that you interact with to play one game it's like archaic in uh, in an interesting way that i think that like Fuck i don't you. know I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the romance of an arcade machine yeah. i kind of get it i like you know I, I like the idea of a big a big a big <laughs> yodel, yodel who is who is who is enjoying the podcast live says careful dave you're about to fall down a deep well that's this is the dave roberts well yeah
2: so in an effort to be like to go from like well okay this has always been a thing that i've wanted to learn to do like people do it sure like it's not like 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 literally any other skill like you just you learn how to do it and then you do it so i've decided to do it i bought i haven't opened it yet Ooh. but it's this box from a company called P moroni huh. uh, from Sheffield UK uh, it's a, called a Picade. and it's basically like a desktop sized arcade cabinet that you build it comes with all of the panels uh, you it comes with all the buttons the joystick and stuff and the wires you have to like put it together there's no soldering so like this is baby's first arcade kit Uh but yeah, you just, you hook it up to a Raspberry Pi and you're like, it's got a screen and it's good to go. So like my plan, I guess, is to build this, try to just like learn more about electronics and wiring and messing with stuff and then go from this. And then I found a more involved project that is it's, a similar desk top size build. Um, but it, it's, it involves a lot more like, Hardware, Like, you have to solder wires, you have to, like, strip wires and solder them together, um, you have to uh, sand and p- prime and paint the cabinet, because it just ships you a bunch of, like, wood paneling that you have to wood glue together, and, then, and all that stuff, so, like, I'm, I want to do that, and then step three is, like, question marks, because I don't know, like, <laughs> how I go from that to, like, actually going on eBay and trying to put stuff together, but yeah, like, I don't know, just... I, I want to learn. Awesome. S- I want yeah. learn something. I think I have it's a really question fun for you for you
1: guys. When you were little, like I don't know, eight to ten, did you have one of those fifty and one fifty and one science kits? Uh, I don't think I. Oh, one. oh, I like had a, like an a, experiment kit. Like, a, well, the the one I had was electronics. It yeah, was. Okay. This is how you you know wire a circuit, and and this you can make a a telegraph machine, and you can make a, a an amp meter, and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And so it, you know you learned about all that kind of stuff, and I, and and I played with that thing like yeah constantly. Yeah. The solar yeah. panel on it didn't work, which was really unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> and a, I and did I just, you do
2: the potato thing with the I did potato not potato battery.
1: I did not, I, because I don't like touching potatoes. <laughs> <But> they're weird. <laughs> they're yeah. weird. Yeah, I
2: get they're that. Like, they're like I dry that. and sandy on the outside and kind of and wet then you on take, the inside. And yeah, and it just I starts
0: did. growing new parts, like, and if then, you leave it and there. And then
2: if it's squishy, you can feel the starch, yeah, and it's, it's all just, gah! Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: yeah, Susan, the, the uh, version of that that I had, because our, our, like, you know when you, we would get the order forms for, like, books and stuff mm-hmm. like that? In elementary school, around that around that age, like eight or nine, and um, they they had a selection of science kits, and the ones that I picked was like something for cultivating minerals. Oh, like cool! Could, yeah, like it was. I'm like on board with that for growing crystals. Yeah. Uh, and it like it got really really messy, really really fast, and I started growing things that were not just crystals. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I know that was not that wasn't a that wasn't a like poo, ba, poo, poo, smoke weed every day. It wasn't that no, it, wasn't? Was, oh. it, was, no, it was it was a like mold because oh. I, was, I was a <laughs> child and wasn't cleaning it properly. Oh, okay. So it was like I had like fucking swamp thing living inside of the weird <sighs> crystals that I was also cultivating. But yeah, I I, I I love that process of discovery sort of delights me. And Dave, I love when you discover, like, a new hardware project. It's always something that I enjoy uh, talking about on the show. Like, yeah, like, I've always just... loved, like,
2: like, oh, how can I make my PSP play Super Mario Bros.? Right. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I've i always, like, been intrigued by that stuff, but I've never been one to, like, take the wires apart. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of there... want to do that now, just, Is... just, just to... Cause it's like, like, like it feels daunting, but like it, there's, there's steps, there's science. Like people do this for a job. Like, sure. It's not magic. Yeah. I mean, it feels like magic. Uh, but, uh, is there
0: a single arcade game that you were so desperate to have in your home that sort of spurred this project?
2: I mean, wind jammers you would fucking windjammer I love that game it's so good I played it at a pizza hut, like when i was 10 <laughs> I and don't i don't even it's it's, a, like,
0: it's an old neo geo it's game It's
2: Radical Pawn I'm um, aware of
1: what it is I'm just saying he's basic Yeah, he's...
2: yeah I know. <laughs> Susan I know, I is just, there I love I have always wanted like a neo geo cabinet Yeah yeah like, with like the, the, oh, the Warriors, like, yeah, yeah. with with uh, the Metal Slug and Samurai Showdown That's that's the that's the jam and windjammers.
0: Susan, do you have an arcade cabinet that is, like, your heart's desire? Like, if you were ever going to have one. I know that's, like, that's that's sort of a period, like, the arcade thing is not sort of the thing that you gravitate towards when it comes to games, but... It's not. It's
1: not. Um, I would either want Zookeeper or Stunrunner. Mm. Uh, but what I really want is an Elvira and the Party Monsters pinball tablet. Ooh. Pinball...
0: Deck is that, so fucking awesome. That's a whole other can of worms.
2: That uh, I, yeah, pinball. I
1: have,
0: I've, I've, I've wanted a a pinball table. Uh,
1: that and the Adams family.
2: Ooh, yes, for Mamushka. Oh, for twenty so years, Susan, I I've ha- wanted it.
1: Not TNG. I'm shocked.
2: I'm no, shocked you don't no, want
1: that card. I don't. I really don't. Uh, but the problem. I mean, pinball is. It's so labor intensive, oh yeah, and and the yeah. stuff. I mean, it it physically wears out. Like the rubber on the bumpers wears out, the springs wear out. You gotta, and you, you have to be able
2: grease yeah. the table. You have to level it. You have to. Yep, yep.
1: It's yeah. it's it's, it's a money sink, and yeah. uh, so I've I've never pursued that. Although, you know, oh my god, what I would would hurt a small child for. <laughs>
0: a cocktail table of Ms Pac-Man or Warlords. Oh man. Well the Ms oh, the Ms God. Pac-Man cocktail table like an authentic one is not very achievable because you well you can imagine why those aren't very preserved yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, the mean, cocktail table that I've always tried to hunt down is ar- uh Arkanoid like with mm-hmm. the actual with the actual mm-hmm. dial. Um but you can actually like there are kits for those. There are cocktail yeah. ki- table yeah, kits. Yeah, yeah totally, pretty, yeah. Pretty ta- achievable. The pinball machine that I've always wanted, and it is apparently, so I've read, one of the most labor-intensive to upkeep is Mars Attacks. I don't know if you guys oh, have Oh, wow. Idea. I'm it's not sure I ever played that one. so awesome. It's wow. so mechanically, like, just dense with dumb stuff. I like it more than the movie. That's... Well, all I need from well, the Mars Attacks movie is Jack Nicholson going "Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut
2: up." <laughs> I don't need anything else. Um, the pinball table that I've always wanted to own is a it's the it's a Super Mario World pinball table. It is a oh. it is a half table, so it's not a full size. Oh, okay. Um, but you go through all eight worlds. Like there's a oh, little like, little counter <laughs> up at the top. And you actually have to, like, go down warp pipes and you... Oh, that's great! Yeah, like, I played it once or twice at a jungle gym. Jungle Gym's Playland. I don't know if they have those where you guys are, but it was like this, like... Oh, that's like like a a, a a, brand? Yeah, like a local Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Um, I thought you meant, like, it's just, it's a jungle gym. No, uh, no. It was the pizza place where the pizza tastes like cardboard. Yep. Uh, But, yeah, so they... Yeah, I played it there, like, once or twice, and I've never seen one in the wild again. Never. Yeah, so. I've only
0: seen pictures of those Super Mario World cabs.
2: My, my arcade
0: cabinet dream, which will never happen, and they will never re-release it, even though they just released the big bundle on Switch of uh, things in the same genre, is I want a Capcom CPS2 cabinet for Aliens vs. Predator
2: because oh AI wow yeah. a predator by
0: capcom is so awesome and it's not enough like you can get a cps2 cab and then just
2: get the cartridge and put it in like you can buy it's it not it's not the same it's not the same mean, yeah like well the thing is is like th- at a certain point you have to realize or you, you have to decide do i want the full experience or do i want to do this the cheap way right, right. and, and right. then if you do it right. the cheap way then you just make it your own and you get, like, someone to make custom art for it, and now you have this badass personalized arcade cabinet. Did you just describe even... how the hair happened, Dave? Oh, <laughs> You're like, I
0: can either make this awesome, or I can do it the cheap way. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: um, yeah. Dave, do you have a final thought on the arcade cabinets, or do we have some people to thank?
2: No, uh, no, just uh, look out on my Twitter for that. I'm going to post pictures up once it's Wait, done. I have I one last thing. question. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Does that
1: stand full arcade cabinet height? Do you stand to play this, or do you sit?
2: You, it's a desktop, so it's. Oh, like, okay, like, okay, okay, The screen okay. is like a, it's a just a small seven, like ten twenty four by seven sixty eight. Okay. IPS monitor. So yeah, like I, I wanted something. Oh no, I think that's smart. Yeah. Reasonably sized <laughs> yeah. to not this off your life. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't cost yeah. a bit, doesn't weigh a billion pounds. Yeah. Well, because right. they, like, there's another company that makes like, hey, here's the thing that you could uh it comes with the joystick panel for two players. It's a 19-inch yep. either desktop yeah. or uh, three-quarter cab, kind of like those arcade one-up things that have just come out. And it was like like that project, one, it's too big, and two, like, it's literally buy a TV. Yeah. Slot um, it in. And it's nope. like, well, I could... Like, that's an Ikea cabinet. Yeah. No, that. I, yeah, if I'm not going to spend $500 for an Ikea cabinet, I want to build it. So, yeah. <laughs> Get my hands dirty.
0: Uh, everybody who got their hands dirty by supporting this show, uh, we love you, you very... You, come on, that transition was I, awesome. That transition sure was rocks.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it was yeah. super good. It was Cooper. not belabored at all. No, it, it was seamless, as, as natural. It was as labored as Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. As natural like as butter. as
0: uh, Allison Brie's hair in. uh it, w- no, it really
2: makes me
1: angry, Brie it, it Larson. It
0: really... I gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop mixing up Allison Brie and Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, Allison Brie Larson. It's just. Angry. I know it's a thing. I know it's a thing. Damn it! All right. So everybody who backs us on Patreon. Dot com slash continue podcast uh, at the $10 and up level gets a uh, shout out on the show. And Dave has your names ready to thank you.
2: Yes. uh, I want to give a special shout out to Mirko Rico Torreno Ryan Brady, John, Nick Rugan Double Taco, Yodel, Gluttony One of Seven, Peter, Ryan Mance, Derek Sanskrit, Adam Condra, Putnik Santiago, Matthew Peters, Michael Coffey, Tierra Belair, Eric Van Quill, Olmec, The Fancy Manatee, Denton Brock, Elio Dare, Oasis of Optimism, Ludwig Kitzman, Stormshot, Francisco Areas Guimaraes, Kaelin Houston, Axel Olsen Mangholt, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Bullet Bob Om, Daniel Squire, Tom, and Damian McAlise. Thank you guys. From the bottom Thank you. so much. Thank you our, so much, everybody. From the bottom of our hair.
0: Yeah, and anybody That's who- weird. <laughs> from the bottom of our hair from our bottom of the hair uh because the hair actually comes from a well you have to go deep into the earth <laughs> under Kildan that's, where they, the that's where they get like it from all that's where they get it from they, they dug from too from greedily and Man. too deep <laughs> <laughs> and they, they woke up the hair prime
2: hair fracking
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Did you know that the number of earthquakes in Oklahoma has increased over 75% since the appearance of the hair? <laughs> 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 so it happens. Uh, Dave, do we have uh, free video games for people that leave us an iTunes review or a share on Twitter?
2: Yes, uh, I've got... Uh, I already queued it because we're running sort of low on people who have... Uh, we, a lot of people have won stuff. And so I'm probably just going to have to clear out the list and everyone's going to get back on the list to, to win again. Yeah. But uh, I picked this before. And the winner for sharing uh, our tweets, at uh, Shaitan, S-H-H-E-I-T-A-N, hit me up on Twitter or, uh, yeah, Twitter, or email us at uh, inquiries at continuepod.com and I will get you a Steam code.
1: Yay! Awesome. Yay!
0: Uh, and everybody thank you so much for continuing to listen and to continue to share the show Uh, I've just talked to a couple of people who I I know here in my town in Ithaca in the past week who've been like yeah man I've been listening to the show and I've been telling my friends to listen to it and that that means the world it really means a lot to me that, that people are sharing this with friends if we are Patreon supported if you want to give us a dollar that means the world we are targeting a point where we'll improve our recording gear and all that stuff. Um, but honestly, like the, the thing that helps the most these days is please give us a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, uh, go in there. That gets the podcast in front of more people and uh, share it around. Just keep sharing it and keep talking about it. And thank you for continuing yeah. to listen. Uh, Susan, where can the people find you on the
1: Internet? Uh, you can find me uh, on the Twitters at Susan Arndt or uh, at Pocket Gamer, where I will tell you about mobile games you need to play each and every week. Dave, where you can going find,
2: find you. you can find me on Twitter at David Robots. I'm gonna put, post some sweet pics of this thing when it's done. I got. I actually I spent like a couple hours on my uh, vacation day on Wednesday getting art ready. Uh, I'm gonna. I know Snatcher is not an arcade game, but I want to make an arcade cabinet that looks like Snatcher. So I've got all of the art like lined up. I have got cardstock. I'm getting crafty. This is like a like not normal for me.
0: Dave Dave is doing the the best sequel to How to Make an American Quilt uh, <laughs> ever in all of history. Dave is the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants arcade cabinet edition. That's. <laughs> You guys, you guys never saw the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I they never added, did. No, they added patches and they, they just, entire. just, they just stop. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> stop. Just, just don't. Uh, you guys can follow me at a John Agnello on Twitter. You can find me every day at escapistmagazine.com and follow Twitch TV slash escapist magazine where I host a show twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're still nailing a consistent. Time. these days it's 12pm eastern and Susan I haven't even gotten a chance to talk to you about this we got David Hader coming on for the 20th anniversary of oh, Solid. oh
2: my god Yay. Hader time.
0: that's
2: amazing
0: Hader time oh uh, my god dude we got some fun ones coming up everybody and uh, yeah uh, just okay
1: here's here's something you need to know though David Hader is good friends with the guy who did the voice of the brain on Pinky and the brain no so shit
0: Yeah, so you need to have him introduce you. Oh, my God, I absolutely do. It's the 25th anniversary of Animaniacs this year. It's Uh, not too late. Oh, my God. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
2: Bye.